Welcome to Supermarket Spotlight, the go-to podcast for all your grocery industry updates. I'm your host, RJ Johnson, bringing you news straight from the aisles to your ears. Today, we're diving deep into some of the most impactful stories that have shaped the supermarket sector recently. From the potential shakeup of a major merger and the legal drama it's causing, to the rapid expansion of grocery chains and the strategic maneuvers driving their growth. We'll talk about the successes, the setbacks, and everything in between that keeps this industry bustling day in and day out. So make sure your shopping list is ready, and let's get started on this journey through the ever-evolving world of grocery retail. In a bold move that has sent ripples through the grocery industry, the Federal Trade Commission has launched a legal challenge against what could potentially be the largest supermarket merger in U.S. history. The FTC's suit aims to block the staggering $24.6 billion proposed acquisition of Albertsons by Kroger, laying out antitrust concerns that have advocates and experts weighing in from all corners. The deal in question would result in a colossus of more than 5,000 stores and around 4,000 retail pharmacies, a consolidation that the FTC argues is decidedly anti-competitive. The commissioner's unanimous vote to pursue an injunction evidences their stern position on the matter. The central argument hinges on fears that a merger of this magnitude could lead to higher prices for consumers, reduced quality of products and services, and compromise the working conditions and pay for employees, a significant concern given that grocery workers are integral to the everyday function of our communities. A key contention is that the proposed acquisition would not only stifle competition, but could also pave the path for an effective monopoly in the grocery sector. The FTC divulges that executives from both companies have alluded to the anti-competitive nature of such a merger, with one going as far as acknowledging it as the creation of a monopoly. This language, straight from the horse's mouth, so to speak, has further fortified the FTC's case. Furthermore, the FTC challenges the notion that the divestiture proposal put forth by Kroger, essentially the sale of parts of its business to address antitrust concerns, is significantly inadequate. Described as a hodgepodge arrangement far from sufficient to quell fears of lost competitive ground, the FTC is clearly taking a strong stance against the deal as it stands. Kroger, in response, has released a starkly contrasting statement, arguing that blocking the merger could harm customers and workers alike by likely leading to higher food prices and fewer grocery stores. The retail giant suggests that this motion only emboldens non-unionized retailers such as Walmart, Costco, and Amazon, allowing them to tighten their hold over the grocery sector even further. The impending court battle promises to be intense and possibly drawn out as it pits the concerns of a federal watchdog against the interests of industry heavyweights. Across the nation, consumers and grocery workers alike are now caught in a state of limbo as they await the outcome that stands to reshape the face of the American grocery landscape. The epic saga of the proposed Kroger-Albertsons merger has taken a path through murky regulatory waters, destined for what appears to be a potentially protracted and complex legal battle. The stakes are high, with the Federal Trade Commission guarding the sanctum of fair competition launching a full-scale offensive to thwart what they see as an antitrust monolith threatening to rise from the plains of these retail giants. Economists and legal experts are poring over the implications, weighing every possible outcome while the nation watches with bated breath. Eric Fruits, senior scholar at the International Center for Law and Economics, 
emphasizes the multifaceted nature of the case. It's not just about grocery store aisles and checkout lines. It involves an intricate analysis spanning markets, consumer behaviors, labor dynamics, and the very definitions that could dictate tomorrow's grocery landscape. How does one define the grocery market in today's fragmented environment, with shoppers often frequenting several establishments rather than one? To what extent do e-commerce juggernauts like Amazon and wholesale clubs fit within the FTC's framework? These questions take center stage as the FTC's traditional perspectives come under scrutiny. Likewise, the concerns raised are not solely economic, but touch the very lives of the workers upon whom these grocery chains are built. Areas dominated by Kroger and Albertson's stores, as the FTC points out, could leave workers with dwindling power over wage negotiations should the merger proceed. Yet the parties involved are armored with their rationale, ready to espouse the benefits they believe the merger will yield. Lower prices, more options, superior jobs. They stand prepared to battle it out in the court of law and the court of public opinion. What's clear is that there are no quick verdicts on the horizon. With the specter of this dragging into 2025, one finds echoes of David and Goliath, a narrative befitting such a merger maelstrom as we witness high-powered corporations and the government's watchdog clash in a narrative that's as much about commerce as it is about community. The proposed merger between Kroger and Albertsons isn't just making headlines in the financial pages, it's also drawing the gaze of Washington. Politicians from both sides of the aisle are speaking up on the potential impact of this deal. Democratic Senator Cory Booker of New Jersey has underscored the importance of a food system that caters to the needs of Americans rather than colossal corporations. Across the political spectrum, senators are voicing concern about the repercussions of this plan. It's clear that we've reached an intersection where business and politics collide, with the White House sending a stern message that President Biden is inclined to publicly castigate firms that fail to pass on savings to consumers. This comment targets the grocery sector, where shopper discontent with rising costs is palpable. From local TV reports in Las Vegas highlighting consumers shocked at a sudden price surge to comprehensive coverage by Reuters, the narrative is consistent. Grocery expenses are mounting. Strategically significant, too, is the merger's resonance in pivotal presidential states like Nevada and Arizona, where both grocers have a strong presence. These states are among the eight that are collaborating with the federal challenge to derail the merger. As the drama unfolds, one has to wonder if the specter of election year politics will wield enough influence to alter the fate of this colossal grocery merger. As the landscape of grocery retail continues to evolve, 2023 marked a year of impressive expansion for several industry players. At the head of the pack, discount grocer Aldi proved its robust growth strategy by opening an astounding 109 stores. This aggressive expansion has bolstered Aldi's reputation as a go-to destination for budget-conscious shoppers seeking quality at an unbeatable price. Hot on Aldi's heels, Southeast heavyweight Publix saw the addition of 38 new locations to its portfolio, continuing to establish its presence as a regional powerhouse with a focus on customer experience and community engagement. Other notable grocers that experienced significant growth include Sprouts Farmer's Market, which opened 30 stores, marking an 87% increase from the previous year. This expansion included their Milestone 400th store, signifying Sprouts' commitment to health-focused retail in an evolving market. Close behind, Grocery Outlet brought 29 new stores to fruition, 
showcasing a 7.4% increase from the previous year. Lidl, another contender in the discount grocery space, made its mark by opening 16 locations, enhancing its reputation for European-style affordability. Not to be outdone, Texas-based HEB added eight new stores to its portfolio. Likewise, Kroger and Whole Foods Market each opened eight locations, demonstrating their continuous investment in growth despite market challenges. Smaller but mighty, Hy-Vee launched seven new stores, signaling strategic growth and community-focused retail. 2023's retail expansion wasn't just about numbers. It was a celebration of diversity in grocery offerings, from luxury to discount, organic to international flavors. These grocers not only broadened their reach, but also their impact on the communities they serve, providing more options for consumers and reshaping the grocery shopping experience. As these brands continue to grow, they not only increase their market share, but also contribute to a dynamic, competitive industry that benefits everyone from the supplier to the end consumer. Sprouts Farmer's Market is charting a bold course as it continues to thrive in the specialty grocery sector. With its firm grip on the health-conscious segment of consumers, Sprouts is not just growing, it's accelerating. The company's fourth quarter revealed a compelling narrative, an 8% surge in total sales, reaching the $1.7 billion mark. This growth was fueled by a robust 3.3% uptick in comparable store sales and the strategic opening of six new locations. E-commerce appears to be a golden vein for Sprouts, as online sales soared by 17%. Sprouts' alliance with Uber Eats is broadening its customer base, complementing partnerships with Instacart and DoorDash to enhance the accessibility of its unique product selection. The fiscal year-end report glittered with a 7% rise in sales and a significant 19% lift in adjusted diluted earnings per share, underscoring the potential of Sprouts' focus on profits. CEO Jack Sinclair proudly attributes this to their specialty positioning, capitalizing on a highly profitable slice of the $1.6 trillion food-at-home space. The company is doubling down on innovation with Sprouts brand products, with around 400 new items introduced, contributing to 15% of the company's assortment refresh in 2023. Attribute-driven categories, like organic and keto, are racing ahead faster than the company's overall growth. Looking to the horizon, Sprouts has its sights set on becoming the leading purveyor in health-driven categories. Their strategy lies in strategically foraging for emerging health trends and partnering with niche vendors to deliver unique products like low-caffeine tea and mushroom chip snacks. With its streamlined smaller store formats and dedicated innovation centers, Sprouts is more agile, more in tune with consumer demand, and poised to capture even more of the market share. The grocer rounds off an impressive year with high customer service scores and a vision to deepen customer loyalty through the imminent launch of a new loyalty program. As Sprouts plants these strategic seeds today, it's clear that they are cultivating growth for years to come, bolstering their presence with an estimated 35 new stores. Sprouts Farmer's Market is indeed staking its claim as a leader in specialty groceries, ready to feed the future with health and innovation. In an ambitious push for growth, Grocery Outlet Holding Corp. has leapt into the new year with a robust plan to widen its geographical reach. The company, known for its value-driven approach to grocery retail, has experienced a year-over-year -year net sales growth of 6.3%, ringing in at $989.8 million for the fourth quarter of 2023. This performance underscores the retailer's effective strategy 
amidst economic headwinds. The company opened 13 new stores in the final quarter, bringing the total to 468 stores spanning nine states. The tempo of expansionist puzzling with plans to open an estimated 60 new stores in 2024. The company's CEO, RJ Sheedy, has expressed enthusiasm for the potential these new locations hold, emphasizing that grocery outlets' value proposition continues to resonate, drawing in customers and fostering transaction growth. And it's not just about spreading their footprint. It's about understanding and serving community needs better. Sheedy's vision extends beyond the current fiscal year, with a real estate pipeline geared to support a 10% annual growth goal. Grocery outlets expansion isn't merely a numbers game, it's strategic. The acquisition of United Grocery Outlet, a move that plants their flag in new states across the southeastern U.S., in promises to enhance the retailer's scale and influence in the grocery sector. With a healthy real estate pipeline fueling their engines, the company has crafted a forward-thinking strategy that's as much about community service as it is about business growth. Now, let's head over to the mall. In a bold move signaling changing tides in retail strategy, Macy's Inc. has recently unveiled a plan that heralds both an end and a beginning for the iconic department store chain. The company has declared its intention to close approximately 150 of its underperforming Macy's locations, with about 50 set to shutter by the end of 2024. This downsizing affects a quarter of the retailer's overall square footage, but accounts for only a tenth of its sales. The focus shifts now to the future, as Macy's intensifies investment in roughly 350 go-forward nameplate stores and presses on with the expansion of its smaller format outposts. The strategy, aptly named A Bold New Chapter, sees the retailer placing a confident bet on its luxury and beauty brands. As part of this plan, about 15 new Bloomingdale's stores will be introduced, and at least 30 Bloomercury stores are set to open within the next three years. This bet on luxury and beauty underscores a trend that these segments have outperformed the traditional Macy's stores. Tony Spring, who assumed the CEO mantle at the beginning of February, has been vocal about the company's new direction, highlighting that this strategic shift is a definitive step toward modernizing Macy's. The company is also contemporizing its image by remodeling about 30 Blue Mercury locations, marking a substantial investment in these higher margin categories. As Macy's cuts loose its less productive stores, the anticipated $600 million to $750 million in proceeds from the sales of these properties will be earmarked to bolster more profitable avenues and to streamline warehouse operations. This transformation comes at a time when Macy's navigates rough retail waters, not least due to an unsolicited bid to buy the company and subsequent rejection over a lack of compelling value. Sacrificing breadth for a focus on depth, the retail giant hones in on its core strengths, crafting an identity that aligns more with luxury and targeted excellence, promising a reinvigorated experience for its customers. Macy's strategic pivot is a testament to the evolving landscape where personalization and exclusivity are becoming key to retail success. In southern Dallas, the closure of two Save-A-Lot grocery stores marks a significant setback in a long-standing battle against food insecurity. These closures exacerbate the already critical issue of food deserts in the area, where access to fresh and affordable food options becomes increasingly scarce. The city has noticed this growing problem, with over a third of Dallas residents living in areas defined by limited access to nutritious food sources. It's alarming to note 
that not only does the region grapple with the challenge of food deserts, but also with the broader implications of food insecurity. As per recent studies, a staggering percentage of Texas households are struggling to put food on the table, and southern Dallas is hit particularly hard. Residents who relied on the Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard and South Lancaster Road locations now face a harsh reality. These neighborhoods see household incomes significantly below the national median, compounding the severity of the store's closures. The ramifications of these closures ripple through the community, affecting predominantly Hispanic and African-American families. It not only makes it difficult for them to find healthy and affordable grocery options, but also raises concerns about rising health risks in the community due to poor nutrition. The situation underscores an urgent need for sustainable solutions that address food desserts and ensure that all residents have consistent access to essential food resources. It's a complex issue that demands attention, effort, and, most importantly, action from both the private and public sectors. As we continue to track the tide of change in the grocery sector, it's crucial to address a significant aspect of the industry, the recent sales of retail properties and the accompanying grocery store acquisitions, each with its ripple effects on market dynamics and community access to groceries. On the retail property front, we've noticed a few headline-making sales. For instance, Cushman and Wakefield orchestrated the sale of the shops at Covington Town Center, a newly opened retail center anchored by a public supermarket in Metro Atlanta. This move signifies the confidence and growth prospects in suburban markets, where community-centric grocery anchors like Publix play a fundamental role in drawing traffic and retaining consumer loyalty. Furthermore, there's been quite a stir in the heart of Houston's retail sector. An entity known by the name of SSS Marketplace purchased a substantial retail building, which was formerly a Sam's Club. This change hints at a possible transformation and rejuvenation of retail spaces, adapting them for new commerce demands in today's market. In the acquisition sphere, the story is one of strategic expansion. As communities grow, so does the demand for accessible grocery options. Whitestone acquired Garden Oaks Shopping Center, a strategic move that aligns with their focus on high-quality centers serving neighborhood needs. This all-de-anchored center is indicative of the slow but steady shift towards smaller, more localized shopping experiences. These property sales and acquisitions are more than just transactions. They symbolize shifts in how communities will be served by the grocery industry. As companies reassess their assets and investments in the face of changing consumer preferences, what remains clear is the unwavering need for grocery stores that serve as community staples, offering not just food, but a sense of locality and familiarity. Stay with us as we keep a pulse on these developments, always considering the ultimate impact, how they play out for you, the shopper, in your daily quest for convenience and connection to your local community through the aceless of your favorite grocery store. As we wrap up today's episode, let's reflect on the key insights. From the FTC's attempt to block the Kroger-Albertsons deal, spotlighting antitrust issues, to the strategic expansions of Sprouts and Grocery Outlet, this year promises transformative trends in the grocery sector. It's a balancing act of growth, competition, and consumer access, and we'll be here to track these changes as they unfold. Thank you for tuning in. We'll return next time with more updates from the world of groceries. Until then, keep your carts rolling and your pantries full. This is Supermarket Spotlight, signing off.